nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, are we nerdy? Well, yes, it's, 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 so, so all they've confirmed is that it will be Channing Tatum and uh, Jonah Hill. Mm-hmm. Jonah Hill. It will not be Will Smith or Tommy Lee Jones uh, it, it reprising their roles. So it's either going to be new agents or different actors playing those agents. I hope it's new agents. I, I when I saw, I remember seeing that, and I thought that was kind of like, oh, I kind of wish. It, I wish Tommy Lee, even as a even cameo, Tommy Lee Jones. Well, no, just having Tommy Lee Jones come back as like the head of the MIB. Yeah, I mean that would have been cool. But well, that, they also they, was, they uh, cast uh, the uh, great yeah, at that time. But you know, it's been for a Men in Black Three, yes. Welcome to Nerdables to episode 131. This week, uh, if, you already is, or if you're listening already, you know we're starting to talk about Men in Black, uh, the new Men in Black movie, which is Men in Black. I guess it's not even Versus. I started to say Versus because everything it's just is... Men in Black. It's just, it's it's just Men in Black, Black 21, 21 Jump Street. No, 23 Jump Street. Is that what it is? 23 it's, Jump Street. It's 23 Jump Street because they're going to continue on that, that upping the number. So 23 Jump Street Men in Black crossover that they're going to be doing. We're also going to be talking about all the new Marvel information, Doctor Strange, uh, Spider-Man, and there was some, I think there was some uh, talk on the, um, the TV side of things, uh, if I don't remember correctly. If I, if I don't remember correctly. <laughs> don't it's remember MIB correctly. 23 is the official title See, and there we logo. Go. MIB 23. There we go. And we also need to make sure we thank uh, all of our fans in uh, Canada, the uh, Great Britain, the Philippines, and uh, Australia because we just went over ten thousand listens on SoundCloud. So, uh, so Americans don't like us. No, America, America, no, America, they don't listen to us. America, I mean, we we've had in the last in the last twenty four hours we we've had four hundred listens in the United States. How did your cousin listen to this four hundred? <laughs> I don't know. There was just like this office. Did you? Did you? Were you on? You does were on the. Just, does he just like repeat it? No, Thomas. You were on the. Po- Thomas no, Thomas doesn't over, listen to it. <laughs> flips it over and over and over again. You, you were on the puck po- uh, podcast this week, right? Yeah, I was. Or last week. Yes. Did you mention Nerdables? I think so. That may be what it is because there was a, a big spike in the last seven days. It's a possibility. I can't. I'll be honest. It's such a. This whole week has been such a blur. I can't remember. So anyone from the puck podcast that's listening, thank you very much. And hopefully this summer we will have a... It's going to be in the morning. Hopefully this summer, later this summer, we'll have a big, big announcement that will be happening. Rich is leaving the show. Uh, <laughs> I'm leaving the show. <laughs> taking all his equipment I'm going. taking... Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll do the same thing the week that Rich was gone and go, I wish some of us knew how to use the fucking equipment because we could record a show this week instead of going dark. But Rich is one of those like, well, I'm so important if I'm not here. Oh, uh, that's it. Uh, I don't if, want that, if that happens, it may end up becoming like a very PBS News Hour roundtable. <laughs> Welcome to Nerdables. Welcome to, Welcome Nerdables. to Nerdables, episode 150. Joining me this week, like Sebastian and Ethan. We'll be discussing the recent developments in the Marvel jersey. Spider Man, yes or no? No, okay. And there a little break from Aunt Mabel and her recipe for genetic. And remember cookies. now. Wow, so I bring the entertainment. I appreciate that. Remember, or at least I bring the insanity. We only work for donations, if you please. <laughs> Call this number now, 800-777-777. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Please support your local NPR stations anywhere you are. Okay, so as we were talking on, as we got, we're coming on the air. I'm going to do this voice for the rest of the day. <laughs> I'm trying to get us back on track. Uh, as we were talking, yeah, because that we, works. I know, right? We want to be petty. Uh, Men in Black, 
23 Jump Street, 21 Jump Street, crossover. I apologize for any noise coming from a mic. There is a dog <laughs> who wants to join in the conversation. <laughs> Amelia is trying to get in. And yes, she is named after know, Amelia Pond. On unfortunately, Hill. dogs don't know how to talk. They can only love... Uh, you haven't looked at the internet. There's a lot of dogs. There's a lot of dogs on there. One of Chris's favorite videos. Which one? Which <laughs> the dog's one? on the, the plane? The dog? No, it's a dog in the, uh, that he's flying through the oh, air like yes. Superman. So, Sebastian, you were saying Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill are confirmed. For MIB 23, but Tommy Lee Jones and Will Smith will not be in the movie. I'm kind of glad. I, I mean, it's it, it's the Men in Black, and I even when they did their animated series, they always knew when to sort of introduce other agents, yes. which is which is fine by me. It's a big organization, and there's a lot I of room. Think, I want to see well, no, more I, agents. I want to see think, it expand. Hold on, I think there's a statute of limitations on Will Smith sequels because he's not in he's not in the new Independence Day because he wanted too much money. Not, no, no, no. It's just there's a couple of years, and then it falls off, and he just can't be in the film anymore. So if you they lose your, the rights to Will Smith, if you make your sequel a decade later. Or more. You're just like, you're not allowed to have them. Sorry. Well, didn't they make MIB3 like a couple years ago? They did. It was yeah, like five was years ago. Couple. Was it only five? It's something like no, that. No, MIB3 is later than that, than that, isn't it? Than that, yeah. Well, the good thing is somebody can look it up real quick. Um, nine people uh, that requires doing work. <laughs> um, no, uh, in MIB3, uh, oh, God, what's her name? Um, Nanny McPhee. Um, uh, Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson took over as the head. As, uh, as, as M. the no, no. Uh, no. What was she? She was uh, what? Did, oh, she was a. She's O. Welcome oh, yes. Yeah, because oh. it's, the 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 title Z is just British Z because we have to assume that Z's real first name began with a Z. Right. And well, that and Z just sounds terrible on a screen. <laughs> right, it does. But it's all, it's all, and you don't count the cartoon show, so there was no alpha right. for for the the other first agent. You don't count the cartoon show. <laughs> Um, uh, but so O is leader. I don't know if Emma Thompson will be back, but it'd be interesting to see if they bring her back. It would have been nice if Tommy Lee Jones, even Tommy Lee Jones, because I, I think Tommy Lee Jones, is Will the Smith head. is the kind of person who turned down Independence Day two because they wouldn't pay him enough money. So mm-hmm. I can't, I can't imagine him coming back for only a, a couple million dollars. For no, him. he said if they make MIB twenty four, his kid had to be the the Jump Street kid. So oh, that's who they could have. Like, they could have. They could have. Kid. The one, no, the talent one. He's going to be in it. Woo! They yeah. can have Will Smith's son as the new uh, Jay. God, I'm never going to see that film. <laughs> um, Static shock. Okay, so Jay. All these you, comic book characters, they're giving this kid everything. Sebastian, if you were writing uh, MIB 23, what would you, what would your, how would you cross it over to to the 21 Jump Street. Have you seen the 21 or 22 Jump Street? I have. I'm... Which are great movies. And I, I, I was so apprehensive I will, about seeing them. See, I will... Wait, 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 wait. I'll be clear. I am neutral towards them. Okay. I'm not... I'm, I, <laughs> I don't... I don't. God I don't, forbid. I was so no, worried he liked something. No, I, I, don't, I don't love them or hate them. They were enjoyable. Uh, but just movies that, like, I never saw again afterwards. So that okay. that's sort of... For me, that's the neutrality. Even if I liked them, if I didn't buy them, then it's kind of like, okay, whatever. Did you laugh at them? Yeah, I did. No, no, they were they were really well done. And I was worried that, you know, like any sort of remake, that they would just forego sort of the spirit of the classic show. Yes. And 
they they were able to maintain the spirit. They made it a hyper reality of they the did. original. They did make it a hyper reality of the original. That's a very good way to put it. So, and even for me, even for 21 Jump Street, the show is not a show I was beloved anyways. I had watched reruns and stuff of uh-huh. it. But even watching the movie, was like, all right, okay, that was kind of fun. And then, you know, it was a movie that kind of moved on. Well, it was even, you know, they even made fun of themselves about, you know, uh, the when they were in high school, getting, yeah, getting in high school with. or in college, you know, it's like, right. well, wait, you're like 40 years old in college, aren't you? You know, in the second one. Right. Like, what are you, you're, so, you're in your 30s in co- high school. I think, I think the more, like, interesting topic now is, what the, what kind of comedy does Sebastian really enjoy? <laughs> Uh, that that's the thing. I I so much that like there's such a wide array of types of humor. Like I can watch Aquatine Hunger Force all day, and I know that people get that gets on people's nerves like nobody's business. But then I could also you know go back and watch like old Police Academy movies, and then Twenty One Jump Street. Laugh at it, have fun with it. You know, comedy, but, but is Seinfeld comedy, like it's Seinfeld, Seinfeld type? Comedy. Seinfeld is is easily one of my top 10 TV shows of all see, time. See, I can okay, see that. Yeah, I can, yeah. I can that, see Larry David shows thing. being your... Larry da- I love Larry David. Yeah. Uh, I, I can see that being your, your favorite type of comedy. I'm a huge fan of It's Always Sunny. Mm-hmm. And that's just like... Which you hate, Chris. You absolutely hate that show. Hate's too strong a word. I just don't... It, like, Which is amazing. No, I watch it and go, I don't understand why all my friends find this funny. But it's amazing it, because you find the other guys, you find well, 21 Jump Street maybe. funny. I, but, uh, and again, it's all along the same type of satire. And for much it's fun so as I poke at Fox, I'll also watch uh, uh, their uh, their cop show. And the name just completely Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine, which that's I another one enjoy. Cannot, but I also, but I also I've seen three episodes and I go, I don't get this at all. But I also loved Thirty Rock, which is another one of my right. absolute favorite TV comedies. Uh, so where do, where would where would this? Because Men in Black is a comedy. The the movie is is it, it's Men in Black, especially if you look at like that first film. It's slapstick. Is, the first movie is is sci fi before comedy, sort of in the way Ghostbusters was. Horror and thriller before comedy, right? With a lot of, save for a few, you know, like we cast Will Smith, we need to have him scream for five minutes. the The movie has a lot of very <laughs> subtle humor, and for this, again, the universe is big enough. I mean, we all roll our eyes that they're even doing a crossover. I'm I'm excited for it. I really am because I want more Twenty One Jump Street. But if I was gonna do it immediately, like you could deputize them, and that's. That's the end goal. They'll make them agents, just like, oh, we need your help. We need somebody to infiltrate. You know the streets. You no, know, I, I, I mean, you just and then, and then the by the end of the thing. movie, you erase their memories, and the movie's done, and then you can treat it like it never happened. But see, I, I, I think you do it the opposite way. I think, like I said when we were off the air, was I think that they've been helping them out on certain missions, and every time they've wiped their memory, which is why they are kind of that slow type, dopey. Ca- yeah, dopey. That's entirely possible too. Yeah, I, I think that you're going far. It's it's. Channing Tatum is Will Smith. Yes. Something happens. He runs him down, and they're like, that's the guy we want. Bring him in. Hey, we're going to be a part of this. And being as dumb as he is, he's a part of a secret. I want my partner. Not even I want my partner. He just brings him along. Right. He just walks into the MIB, you know, headquarters with Jonah Hill's character in tow. uh, They're like, what are you doing? Oh, he just comes with me everywhere. What? He's not allowed? (laughs) You know, that sort of thing. Whatever it is. They just don't realize it. I I can't imagine a scenario... A plot that isn't the MIB organization hiring one or both of these two, or, or recruiting one or both of these two for this new threat. You do realize we've completely put Ethan to sleep because he hates this type of comedy. The other, remember the what, other guys? Funny? Yeah, remember the other guys? He remember just... anything that we watched that we think is funny? <laughs> Ethan, did you like um, either one of the twenty-one or twenty-two Jump Streets? Yeah, I enjoyed them. <laughs> Don't give us too much there. 
The only the only you person the question and answer. Well, the, well, the only person I know <laughs> that has less of a reaction to something they enjoy than Sebastian is Ethan. <laughs> Where Ethan's like, yeah, yeah, you know, he can sit like seriously. The other guys was something out of this world. Right. I'm, I love that movie. I'm dying. I look over at Ethan, and Ethan looks like you know one of the statues on fucking Easter Island. But when the cars are stacked on top of each other, just, he's just, just like standing there. That's ridiculous. That could like looking happen. at it and just like whatever. I'm on the floor dying. That movie's hilarious. The whole th- and I'm just and not everyone here's it's kind of dumb. Of course, it's kind of dumb. It's the whole point. It's fucking hilarious. It's amazing. Well, no, the breaking point thing is nothing's ever better than Mike's breaking point for Charlie's Angels too, which <laughs> somehow we saw in a theater. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that, but, but you're laughing on. at that movie, not with that movie. Yeah, no, no, it was terrible. It was absolutely <laughs> terrible. The funny, we get to the point where I think it's you know, uh, I want to say Demi Lovato's um, Demi, Demi Lovato, <laughs> Demi Lovato, Demi Moore's character likes like she breaks a lot, a, 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 some banner or something. Yeah, it was like a, a string of, of lights, <laughs> and then she she goes like Tarzan style into the back seat of a car, and he's like, oh. Pfft. That well, was like way too long. It <laughs> wasn't that. It was the delay. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, it was the delay of her swing, and then yeah. there was such a big pause, and then you see her drop she, into the car. So that's like, where he, he has a problem. He's like, oh, come on. Like, that's the point of the movie that broke you? <laughs> they they jumpstart a helicopter flying straight down the dam and somehow pull it out of a nosedive with see, no I power. I don't care about that. Exactly. That's You're fun. like, okay, whatever. It was the delay that screwed it up. That's what drives I, I remember so, laughing at the helicopter, and it's one of those scenes where it's supposed to be like that tense, <laughs> the tense yeah. moment. It was like, like, yeah, it was uh, the, the tense go, action like, scene. It's, like, it, it's one of those things like it's just so stupid yeah. that you laugh. <laughs> so, okay, Sebastian, I'm going to ask you, because Chris kind of gave his idea of a plot. What would your plot be for uh, MIB-23? I mean, that, 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 the thing is that, like... Uh, that would be good. It, but the thing about Men in Black is that it's going to be an alien threat, obviously. And it just depends on, like, what's the genre of alien threat now. They've kind of done, like, one-on-one villains. You could do, like, a Body Snatchers. Would you do it alien? as almost like a reboot where you have the two guys chasing down a guy and it ends up they screw up the whole investigation sure make, for the MIB? Sure, here's the thing. The humor of 21 Jump Street is one of those things, like, that joke, that will be in the movie but it will be played off as a joke. It'll be an homage to that original scene, but it'll be, you know, Jonah Hill, super winded, yeah. you know, it'll be, you know, it, you know, just silly fighting or them, you know. Well, they uh, do it. They Channing do it in the movie like where Channing throwing... Tatum, like, you know, he's doing this parkour down the, over things and, and Jonah Hill's got to take the yeah. long way around. I mean, that's, I mean, that's the kind of humor. It's very basic humor. We're not talking, it's not highbrow. Right. And that's sort of what 21 Jump Street brings to Men in Black, which sort of has the subtle humor. Yeah. yeah. And uh, as dumb as it is to have a crossover, it's one of the things like, it's going to make money, whatever. Oh, it's... it's I'll check if... It, and here's the thing, is like, for, for as much as I can be serious about film and cinema, I also know when to just like, look, if a movie's good, a movie's going to be good. And if a movie's bad and I enjoy it, I at least have the wherewithal to know that I'm enjoying a crap movie. It's my way with Jurassic World. I'm like, it's not <laughs> written, constructed really well, but it's just, to me, it's a lot of fun. Sure. So I enjoy it. I'm not going like, that's an Oscar-winning color film that the, the Academy has overlooked. It's like, yeah, it's big and dumb and loud and dinosaurs yeah. eat people, and that's awesome. Right, and yeah. for, uh, the thing that tends to grind a lot of people's gears about me is that, like, I like don't try and polish a turd and sell it to me. <laughs> It's like, no, the movie is shit. <laughs> just give oh, me the turd. Yeah. I don't just, want it polished. I was, was going to sell, sell you some polished turd j- later. Just tell me it's shit <laughs> and that I should watch it 
because it's just terrible garbage. Okay, Ghostbusters is shit, but you're gonna watch. You need to watch it. It here's the thing: if it's that kind of shit, I might go watch it. It's the thing is, it it like if if we're talking about like I really I want us to buy him his ticket and take him. But here's if but there's if we bought you a ticket, would you go? No, because here's the thing: if there like a movie can be bad, but (laughs) a movie can be bad but enjoyable. But there's also movies that are just bad, right? And if Ghostbusters is bad but enjoyable, sure, I'll probably watch it on Netflix when it gets there inevitably after one or two months. But if it ends up being like like this is this is schlocky B movie nonsense, you know, that's that's when I'll catch it. <laughs> if it's just a bad movie where nothing works and you'll the timing is off it. and it's just like it's like then that'll be it. That'll be you'll the end torrent of it. it so you don't feel like you wasted your No, money. I love I love the idea that Sebastian thinks that Ghostbusters is gonna be on Netflix four <laughs> weeks after it's released. <laughs> Um, so I, I planned on talking to this. I forgot to mention this in the opening, and it reminded me when, when Sebastian's talking. That's weird. Use it the other way around. We mentioned I in the opening, and we never talk about it. But Sebastian mentioned stupid movies, and I was going to talk about this when I first saw it, but then Sebastian, I saw you put it up on our Facebook page, on the Nerdables Facebook page, which if you haven't seen it, go check out our Nerdables Facebook page, by the way. Um, Shameless plug. <laughs> no, he's not talking to the audience. He's talking to us. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, Pokemon. Yeah. The live action movie is being tossed good, around. Good grief! Yeah, uh, you knew it was going to happen. Of course. Well, it, it, it was inevitable. I'm surprised it's taken this long. Yeah. Oh, it, it, absolutely. It was inevitable, and it's one of those things that, like, I on my own on my own Facebook page, I I like if you if you didn't hear, uh, Ghost in the Shell uh, is starting to shoot, and they released first. They released pictures that showed Scarlett uh, Johansson. Scarlett Johansson is Kusanagi, and the the the. The the internet went crazy, which I'm surprised because they announced this almost a year ago. Right, they did, but they didn't care back then. Right, a year ago was a very different time, time and place for that, where nobody gave a crap. What's also pictures speak a lot. A lot that's a, a, yeah, that's yeah. the other thing. And, but yeah. it, and she's playing what? Yeah, and it's one, and and you've got you've got the social justice warriors and the the demographic crowd. Like the the analysis that I have is there's there's there are many crowds. There are the crowds who are like you know diversity in movies, whitewashing, and I go like. Yes, this is the one occasion of the handful that this is. You're absolutely correct, and that this is whitewashing because it's Ghost in the Shell, and all the characters are Japanese. Uh-huh. But then, that's not the, going to sell to an American audience, right? But then the, that exact same group of people says nothing about a black British actor being cast as uh, a, 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 as Ambassador Kiyoshi, a Japanese man in the film, right? Uh, Michael Pitt from. Uh, from Boardwalk Empire being cast as Kuze, another Japanese man. Nobody said anything about them. Right. And I'm sort of sitting back going like, I understand why the otakus are angry. Otakus, specifically nerds of Japanese culture. I understand why they're angry because they didn't get a 100% Japanese cast. That's why I'm angry. Right. But then I see the people sort of jumping on the bandwagon who want brownie points in society, jumping on the bandwagon. But they're only mentioning Scarlett Johansson, who's, you know, the white woman lead of the So movie. who would you have cast in that role? Uh, the woman who played Mako in uh, uh, Pacific Rim. Okay. Uh, Kenny Jack, uh, is someone you know named Kenny, he said, he immediately listed that off as one of his choices. He's like, but a movie wouldn't make, wouldn't make any money if that was, if she was put in the lead. You and have I, to, you have and to. And I go, but for me, I go, that's a perfect casting choice. Yes, but. Right off the bat. But, and, and, and when you look at that, and to play devil's advocate with it, you're you're talking. You, you need to have a a a, mar- a marketable I, person. But, I, I, but I, I on the other that. side I, of it, look at Ex Machima. Machima, yes, that movie did amazing 
without having anybody in it that was really a marketable name. But nobody yeah, but it's else. not but based off of a, a property it, that exists yeah. that That's everybody true. knows of. But it, but it's also but it's also the thing that grinds my gears of sort of the hypocrisy of the people who call it out only when it's something really famous, right? Where it's like like a lot of times I tend to roll my eyes when when a lot of the stuff gets thrown around because it's like uh, the Iron Fist where it was like they didn't make Iron Fist Asian. Danny Rand is an Asian. End of story. That was my favorite. Where they did right. Where you just don't understand the material. Like if Danny Rand is an Asian, like he's not supposed to be he's not Asian. Sp- and, and for to me, me, that's a great casting for that. Right, but I, but for me, it's like it's like no. Danny Rand is an Asian. End of story. There is no there is no discussion here. I'm sorry. That, that, but Electra, then, they got right. <laughs> sure, yes, they did. But then I look at something like Edge of Tomorrow, which is based on a manga, and all the characters are Japanese. Nobody said shit about Tom Cruise <laughs> and Emily Blunt being cast in the movie. Because no one because, realized because that. No because no one knew what it was. Because nobody manga. cared. And for me, the, the, the same, the, the one argument that I know, like, that has been the, the giveaway, the red flag moment of the people making the argument, is that it's like, you're casting, you're, uh, you're casting Scarlett Johansson as as a white person for a character who's the the Japanese lead of the story, and I go, every character in Ghost in the Shell is Japanese. You cannot complain about Scarlett Johansson being cast as this character if and, you're not cla- and, and not call out the other white woman, the two other white guys, and the black guy also cast as Japanese characters in the film. And that's when I want to tear my hair out of... You don't like? Do you Here's, not? Do you not see the hypocrisy? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here's well, my people question. have done the same stop, thing stop, with stop, Dark stop. Tower. Stop! 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 Here's, sure. Stop. Sure. Here's my question: Does it take place in Japan? Yes. Okay, because you have to give people the right to adapt stuff. Right. I, I, I mean, that's the thing. And I do, Edge of Tomorrow. It doesn't matter whether they're Japanese or not to me. And as a guy who knows how the Edge film of industry works, is just, it, I 100 percent agree. Yeah. If you if you watch it, it, it has nothing to do with Japan. There's right. nothing in it that's Japanese. Right. All of the soldiers are British or American. Right. He's on and British it takes television. Place, it takes place in Europe. Exactly. Right. So to me, like getting mad at that because the original manga is drawn by a Japanese artist, and it takes you've adapted something, you've moved it out of mm-hmm. Japan. It's not it's not Japanese producers. It's not a Japanese of company course. or whatever. So Edge of Tomorrow to me, I, I I would say there's nothing to be angry about one way or the other. If this takes place in Japan and everybody's white or black, then yes, I would say you have some sort of you have a point. It's just. Again. Tom Cruise is the last samurai. <laughs> Tom Cruise is the last samurai. <laughs> we can't finish that joke. <laughs> Paul Mooney on movies. One of the best things I've ever look, seen. Go to, go to YouTube, look up that Chappelle yeah. show skit. Oh, my God. See, as, as, a, as a guy who knows how the movie industry works, I, I wholeheartedly agree. With, I understand exactly. Like, the movie would never have been greenlit if it wasn't Scarlett Johansson in the lead. I understand that as a person like... They're Ghost trying the to get shell. a mainstream audience. Ghost in the Shell is a weird concept, very high science, and requires an understanding of the change in Japanese culture at the time it was written, because that's mm-hmm. what the story is really about. Cyborgs and people installing their brains in the robots is 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 just the is just the the icing on the deeper story of what's being told. Right. And as somebody who goes like, yes, yes, this is one hundred this is one hundred percent whitewashing. And you should be angry at this. You have every right to. This is this is the time when you get upset because yes, this has happened, and it flies in the face of what this story means. But but see, but there's but a then, lot of things that you they don't know about what's going on on the other end. Who knows? You know, like for we I mentioned Dark Tower a minute ago. You know, 
Right. Everybody but, assumed McConaughey was going to take right. the gunslinger role. And then you have the same people making the argument. I was like, but that story doesn't require... Uh, but the character you, of the uh, that doesn't require his character to be to be white. And, and, I go, and exactly, you don't. It doesn't. And, you and assume I, that. Well, it, 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 he's he's presented. He is mentioned as being white in the books, but I, I it mentions a pale. It does say pale. I, I understand, but then also the the again, man in black is pale. I that's under, an adaptation. It that's is. It is thing. an adaptation. And <laughs> the I, original I, man in black comic book is two white dudes. Right. Yes, and that's I, what it is. Again, yeah. and I understand. I understand the arguments on that end, but it's also the idea that like. So the same people saying that, like, no, 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 he can he can be Idris Elba, which is he's he's a great actor. I have nothing against him, but then to then go, no, 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 Kusanagi cannot be anyone but a Japanese woman, right? Is something where it's like y- you don't you don't see the th- this is an adaptation of Ghost in the Shell. It, it's a, the the same logic of filmmaking is. Have being they applied. said if the movie is going to be shot? I mean, it's going to be taking they place in, in Japan. Yeah, they shot in New Zealand for Tokyo. We don't know if any of the other locales will be Japan. There's right. still not enough information to be said. And again, Devil's Advocate, I agree with you. It's an adaptation. Things are going to change. And yeah, it makes people upset. But the people who defend some changes, mm-hmm. like we want to make Idris Silva James Bond, even though there is 100% a description for James Bond basically being Ian Fleming mashed with Hoagie Carmichael. But see, and, but for some, Dark Tower, it works with putting him in that role because you can it's very, change it. It's a very vague With James Bond... James Bond, it's a little bit different. There's also been a lineage that's been set up. Sure. That you, it's kind of like, well, why go against that lineage now? It's like with the same thing with the Doctor. The do, the Doctor in Doctor Who is a little bit more. Doctor Who has an you, out. You though. can you can change the Doctor's gender. You can change right. the Doctor's. He has an out. His, his race or whatever, because that is an out. There they. <coughs> well, I mean, he's not. He's going to be. Uh, He's going to be a black Chinese gay woman in the next. <laughs> so, so for me, that that for me, but that's that's sort of the crux of why I I tend to pull my hair out is that like there are times when like yes, this is the time that you need to have your argument made. Okay, so Pokemon. But then yeah, but then but then but then on the but then on the 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 day after this this backlash. That is the first thing announced that there is a huge bidding war going on between Sony and Legendary and, and Warner, Warner Brothers. Brothers. That they want to make this a live action property. Do you and think none of them should? And that, and that was going to be my next question. No, my, uh, my those question, three no, studios. Wait, my question so, is in terms of Pokemon, a bidding war between three studios, it's huge. Why now? Right. I mean, you have a because property. It's, that, yes, it's, it's still 20, big. Well, 20th no, no, anniversary. It's a, it's a 20th anniversary. Like when, yeah, but nothing like when it first hit. No. Right. That that peak in North America where it exploded. Because they're draw, they're running out of comic books to add. Yeah. So they need <laughs> well, to do here's that. the thing: is you know, Pokemon had a big cartoon show when it was very popular. Right. So, but I it's mean, all, like, and it it's that show's still going on. Yeah. There was no there was no reason to make a movie from it. Right. And it's but all, of those three studios, do any of those studios that from what they make now? Do any of those appeal to you as making this movie? No, because I think any studio can make anything. Yeah, it's the, the idea that, the money. that stupid commercial with the studio that brought you Star Wars. Shut up. Yeah, anybody, like the studio I, gives a damn. The studio makes absolutely no difference. Well, right. I was talking if to somebody the other day producer, about this. If you want a producer, okay, I'll, I'll give you this. If it's a studio that does an independent project, sure. You know, Miramax had that name. If you were going to do. If you were adapting Jane Austen and it said Miramax before it, you're like, okay, this will probably kind of like decent. focus, yeah, now. whatever. But if you're telling me, oh, you know, Disney's making a film, so of course because they made all these other good films, this film's going to be great too. No, that same person has no doesn't mean that they understand. Right. There's too many layers between the studio head and the guy who or, or woman 
who's producing a film. So if they went, Jerry Bruckheimer presents Pokemon. Jerry Bruckheimer's different because we used to, Jerry Bruckheimer had a, a name that was attached to these big, huge, dumb uh-huh. action films, and they were all done in a way, in, in a certain They, they were stylized. Style. Whether it was Michael Bay, whether it was someone else doing it, they had a kind of tone or thing that he was mm-hmm. looking for. Right. Because, you know, you, you have to keep that the same so that you can keep your partner hopped up on every drug known to man, sure. which he then, then dies of. <laughs> and his toxicology report looks like a pharmacy. Um, Shh, that's not talked about. But in terms of a studio, you know, we've seen Fox will make a smaller picture that is a, a period piece and make X-Men. Sure. Disney Fox makes... And Fox Searchlight. Yeah, right. it's just... So there's a certain, there's there's a certain place for that and that sort of stuff. But in terms of a studio, who the hell cares? If you want to tell me who's going to produce it, who's going to direct it, obviously, right. that's something different. There's a difference between Michael, Michael Bay. Bay directs Pokemon <laughs> versus John Favreau directs Pokemon. Right. And, and, and that's the thing is like when, when I look at something like Ghost in the Shell, I'm, I'm the unreasonable fan that you cannot please because I go – Oh God! Seriously, because because I go <laughs> sure words have yeah. never been spoken and, and on this planet. And here's the thing: you should. I, I, we'll I, give you thirty dollars to see this, Sebastian. Mm, I'm not sure. I just no. don't think this is a good film at no. all. But I go. You That's either two hours of my time you, I have to waste. You either cast an all Japanese cast, well, you, or you don't do it. Like, if you're not going to, if you're not going to do it right, don't do it at all. So that, who would you cast as, as Ash Ketchum? Oh god! No, the original see, Ash you, voice. See, you, you've you've already made it so <laughs> that this movie will have a white person cast because they're you. you they're obviously going to do the Ash Ketchum story. But here's the thing: is that the rest of the world is not. Wait, that's is, it. It, it doesn't his, matter. Wait, it doesn't his, matter. Is his last name Ketchum? Yes, no, catch it's not all. That's yes. cause, is all, that what only it is? only in the United States. In the video game, he's Red or Akka. That's the character. You know name. that they're going to the, go with what is most common to the United so, States. Sure. In so, the in the hold on, we've already preloaded Sebastian's argument against the film. <laughs> as soon as you see that first trailer, Ash Ketchum is looking for Pikachu. His name's supposed to be Red. You sons of bitches! What's well, wrong with Ash you? Ketchum well, no, has to catch them all. Well, no, because in the 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 character in the in the original video game is not the same character from the anime and the manga. Whoa. The character in the manga is Satoshi. Who they then renamed later, letter later to be Ash Ketchum, and if they do an adaptation, which you're gonna do, you're probably gonna do the American. You know one. they're going so to do be, the American so gonna, Ash. So Ketchum. it's gonna be all white people. Yes, and that's when I go, uh, no, that's then don't Brock. do it. No, well, Brad Pitt, the, please, the, Ash Ketchum. The the, the Brock, um, Brock will be Dwayne Johnson. That is it, uh, who, the saddest thing oh, that I would can be ever good. think of is Brad Pitt playing Ash Ketchum. Of course. <laughs> a 40-year-old man running around the countryside with balls in his pocket, gonna, the, trying the, to catch imaginary creatures. With Dwayne the Brock Johnson playing Pika, Brock. Pika, the, Pika, the, Pika, the, Pika, the world is going to be all washed awful. out. All the colors will be washed so who, out. So if they do Ash Ketchum, who would you want? It's gotta. Be, it has to be a little kid because you start out as a you, you you start training at ten years old. That's that's they're gonna you know they're gonna that's do the way the age to early twenties. That's, that's the operating rules of the universe. And again, if you can't no, no, do no. it right, that's no, the move. operating rules of almost every Japanese big universe. <laughs> How many Japanese stories are about little kids? And teenagers <laughs> piloting robots, catching creatures, turning into magical beings. Do adults in Japan do anything, or do they just stand there and go, "Nope, you're not allowed to do this"? It's no, like, once once you like, pass the age like of twenty five, you lose all that. Yes, so it's like Ender's Game. The they, kids are the ones that they, they needed. They at least did it right and cast kids. 
Okay, so who would no you cast, want? Kids. Would you want some yeah, new kid that you've never seen? I would want an unknown. Honest, I wouldn't like because that's the thing is how many. Who would you cast as Pikachu? How many? Uh, you would, all you have to do is just sample the voice actress's voice Pikachu, from Japanese, Pikachu. who still does it. Oh, no, no. Pikachu, Pikachu's going to speak perfect gonna, English. Oh, he's going to be speaking English. And Excuse <laughs> me, Ash. I would like to destroy hey, would you have no, 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 no. He'll have a very distinguished voice. Again, Excuse that's, me, Ash. I know. No, but, no, but that, that's a completely valid question. What are you going to do? Are you going to do animal sounds? Because there's... Uh, I think you do like Transformers. I, I think you do just like Transformers. You get the actors who played the voices well, here's the thing. In, in the animated in, series. In, in the Video games in the manga. Such a tough script. In the video games in the. (laughs) Pikachu Pikachu. talks to Squirtle. Pika 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 Pika. Squirtle Squirtle. But it's it's definitely a valid subtitles because that's the question everyone's going to have. Because in the video games, in the manga, and in the origins anime, which is specifically based on the original uh, video game, the the Pokemon just make animal sounds. They grunt. They roar. They don't say their names like in the anime, which is a very right. Which is the only. which is the only piece of media that actually does that as the way they talk. Like, All I know is I want a scene inside the Pokeball. All I want is an adaptation of that YouTube video of Pikachu versus yeah. Venusaur. <laughs> Venusaur, do whatever you feel like. Venus, wait, what? <laughs> Venusaur, question mark? That is the greatest thing. So that, it's my knee. So who are you trying to... Are you going to try and please the anime people? Are you going to try and please the manga people? Are you going to try and please the video game people? It's, They're going to do whatever it takes I think, to please whoever's paying Honestly, I think Warner Brothers gets it. Makes $100 million. Of course. Of course. That's, no, that's, 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 a, that's absolutely correct. Well, I was I, I was talking to uh, another one of my buddies because I, I had to post on Facebook. And, like I, My big worry about the Ghost in the Shell thing was like, I'm going to say something and it's either going to be incredibly incontroversial and people are going to completely mistake it or people are going to actually want to have a talk about it. And I was very happy to have people who actually wanted to discuss it. Mm-hmm. And we got to the point where uh, my, my friend Jonathan, he was basically saying, like, like you know, he, he was like, I, you know, he saw that Scarlett Johansson was not so much taking the, was, wasn't, was taking the brunt because of ignorance, but that her taking sort of the brunt end of this internet backlash is on behalf of the entire cast because he's a huge anime fan, uh, more so than I am. And he's the kind of guy who's also like, you should just cast all Asian actors and that's the only way you're really ever going to get it right. But then we also, I also mentioned something like here. If you're going to cast somebody, Scarlett Johansson is the safest bet because, sure, it's easy to say as Americans that you're going to cast an all-Asian cast, but your movie's got to make money in China. Yeah, Your money's got to make movie in Japan. And your you money's got to make movie? But filmmakers well, but, but in the United the, States, it, their first priority... Is, is, is as much money as possible, and I understand that. <laughs> but the problem is, is that... Casting Scarlett Johansson is is the safe choice. But what happens if you cast a Korean-American actress to play Kusanagi? That money, that movie will make zero dollars in Japan because of because of the cultural dislike that the Japanese have for Koreans and vice versa. Look at the... Gym. If you cast a Japanese-American actress, how many people in China will not see that movie yes. because of the cultural dislike the Chinese have for but the even, Japanese? But even in Japan, so, they, the, so most the, of their commercials star American actors. Of course, but but for me, the minefield is that... Uh, the minefield in the devil's advocate position that like that I, I understand and see 100% is that you're going to cast Scarlett Johansson because people in Japan, people in Korea, people in China will go see that movie because it's a big American movie with Scarlett Johansson in it. Mm-hmm. If you put a Korean actress... And you release that movie in Japan, you're going to have a large swath of people who will not see that movie on principle because it's easy for Americans to see 
the Asian community in America as a very homogenous group of people with, with very few subtle differences because we're all Americans at mm-hmm. heart, and that's something I believe. The Japanese-made Godzilla but, movie tra- trailer dropped this week. And it's great. It's great, but that movie... Is, is for Japanese is audiences. For ja- well, it even says it's, it's released in Japan, then it'll come to the United sure, States. I'm sure it'll get a Blu-ray release here in the United States, or sure. like, like an art theater release. Right, but it, it's not going to be in every movie house across the nation. Right, and, and that's the thing is... And like, the vice versa, because I'm just showing you the, the the reverse side of things. If you have that all Japanese cast, it's going to be specific for Jim. Yes. Yeah. No. I, exactly. I, and here, and, and and that's the thing is like I am I as much as as much as I know what I want, I am not unsympathetic to wanting diversity in American movies. It's an understandable position to have, and it's a position that is easily defensible. When you have the people who know when to make the arguments and sure. know how to handle having those discussions, but it's also but, with the right but, films too. True, and it's it, exactly I, the example I gave is that if this was a property with nothing behind it, like The Matrix, the 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 idea to cast an Asian American actress, you know, is is an easier one to make. And when that doesn't happen, of course, you get upset. Well, the biggest one is Aloha, sure, with Emma Stone, exactly. And again, I, that's another movie where. That is absolutely the right time to question the casting system that we have. Right. And something like Ghost in the Shell. Ghost in the Shell would never be made if you didn't put a Scarlett Johansson in that role. And I understand that. And for me, it becomes sort of that bigger minefield of like, okay, you get what you want. Mm -hmm. uh, You wanted a movie. You get what you got. It's it's Chris's be careful what you wish for. You got you've been asking for this for decades. You got what you want. You didn't get you didn't get an Asian actress as the lead. But if you're Hollywood and you have to sell this movie overseas. And again, this is this is this is devil's advocate here. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is this is not my position specifically, but as devil's advocate, then who do you cast? Uh, and then it becomes like, yes, you can cast Japanese actresses. But even you can, in Europe, that and Europe and and parts of Asia and even like Australia or stuff like that or India, those movies are not going to sell, but to a very, 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 specific, very minute yeah. niche no, audience. No, I, I, I do understand that, but my argument is one of something of culture, which is something that we don't have, though, the division of Asian cultures here in the United States that they do natively in uh, in Asia. Right. And that's why I bring up the idea. It's like, okay, you cast an Asian-American actress, but if her culture, if her cultural background is Korean... You've lost your audience mm-hmm. in most of your Asian countries except for Korea. You cast a Chinese-American actress. And as much as we all go, oh, hey, they cast an Asian actress in the role, you've just lost Korea and Japan for selling that movie. Right. And, and that's the, that, that is the devil's advocate argument that I'm making. It's like, yes, I don't, I don't like it as much as a lot of people do, and they have every right to be upset. You should be upset because it's, it's, it's a decision that something needs to change. But... I understand when you have hundreds of millions of dollars on the line, you casting Scarlett Johansson is the only decision that you have to sell that movie it's overseas. It's the safest When bet. you look at a movie like Transformers, which made, Transformers made more than vendor. half of its movie in a place like China. Well, that's because Mark Wahlberg is Chinese. I'm a vendor. No, if you want to talk about an argument in terms of taking away from a race point of view is, is the people that were screaming about Days of Future Past. Right. And saying, why didn't they just have... Um, uh, 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 Kitty, Kitty. Mm-hmm. what's the name all of a sudden? Ellen Page. Ellen Page. Ellen Page. He wanted to say Emily Page. Ellen Page. Well, Ellen Page should have carried that movie. Should have been that character. Why did they use Hugh Jackman? 
I'll tell you why they used Hugh Jackman. Because they four age, super expensive. Yeah. yeah, she's just not going to she's be. She's not going to. You would never forget your movie sold. Yes, unfortunately. Would love, unfortunately. Yes, again, I would love that we have a society, a world where it doesn't matter if they adapt that story closer to the original with Ellen Page as the main character, that it would have made the same amount of money. The fact is, is in today's society, that's not true. You, if you're going to make that movie at all, you cannot make that movie to lose. Or cannot make that movie to lose cash. Right. So if, if you were way, making that they movie, made it the way that they made it because Hugh Jackman was going to be a safer bet. More of a close to guarantee that that film is going to make have made. And they adapted the story to make it make mm-hmm. sense right. as to why they sent back Wolverine. Yes. She wouldn't have survived in the way that they sent her back. If you had had like Emily Blunt or somebody like that as, as the kitty character, would you have seen it them doing it? No, because it, it's when you, if you could have done, you, it wasn't Emily, Emily, it's it wasn't itself. Ellen Page as much as it was Hugh Jackman. Sure. It wasn't, it, it, it wasn't, Kitty as much as it was Wolverine. Right. It was you already have a different a different popular character. Your Marvel is going so to So it's make, more of the character than the actor. The, it was or more actress. of what you had. If no, you sit it, there, it, you look at that, if you look at that. It is because yeah, there aren't a lot of big name actors that bring bring in the big bucks anymore. So if you're betting on Ellen Page, who is a, an indie movie darling, sure. and can can act like nobody's business. Well, look at Juno. I mean, that's amazing. And, and I movie. also go like if you're gonna make a Days of Future Past movie that's like the book. Ellen Page is a great choice because she can mm-hmm. act that character, but that immediately takes away so much money. And as yes. as shameful as that is the world we live in, I I understand why what you was, go to Hugh Jackman. But it, but what, the other what, side on, of this stop, is... Stop, stop, stop. What was in their toy box? What they had to work with? The pieces that they pulled out to use? Again, Michael Fassbender as Magneto, not a part of that story right, in the original. Right. And yet, you have a great actor that people fell in love with as Magneto. You're going to use him in the sequel. Boom. There you go. Uh, Beast, all of these pieces, none of these pieces were in it. The Days right. of Future Past moniker is just for the very, very, it's very, very only. start. Yeah. Yes. The, the, the bare, bare, bare bones of that is based off of it. Right. Age of Apocalypse is going to be the same thing. Right. Ghost in the Shell is a movie in name only. You're going to have characters yeah. with the same names and the same uh, production tone. style and tone. But you're not going to be getting Ghost in the Shell. But even with something like that, it, it, it is it, it's hard. It is hard as nerds because we we love uh, nerds and geeks. They are they are they are hyper passionate, and we all share those passions for things. As much as you know, we we poke each other for our Pokemon. idiosyncrasies. Pokemon. Yeah, but but they 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 love things to a greater extent. Sure, and we're very passionate about. We it. are passionate about things, and that's that's what makes us endearing as a but it sub, also as a makes subculture. You blind. It does. It, it because that's exactly totally. the point I was gonna look at. Look at Superman versus Batman. That's well, the, totally the, no. That's just blind. that mean. The, 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 the idea that movie was just. But that's also a movie. That but there's the mean. Hold on. Back to his point though. We talk about in nerds. They become very protective. Yes. yes. And they just assume, I find, more often, if you don't adapt it the same, exactly the same, it's going to fail. The first X-Men movie, you didn't adapt it right. You didn't make it right. You didn't, well, oh, what, it made a whole bunch of money? What? Oh, crap. What do we do now? That, and that's also and that's why I thing. said, like, that's why you don't listen to a guy like me when you're making your movie. I am, a, I, nerds and geeks, they are the outlier. You have to remember, when you look at the even the sales of comic book numbers, you have to go, like, the couple hundred thousand people who read and love x-men and love a character like kitty pride are dwarfed by the by the billion plus people you have to sell this movie to overseas who have not only maybe seen ellen page in one or two things ever but then when you have them is x3 and but you've also established as one character throughout but you also have the hand but here's the thing but when you're given like 
Hugh Jackman, Wolverine, a name that is known the world who's over. Who's been in five X-Men movies. Who's been in five X- versus Ellen Page, Shadowcat. There's going to be a group of people who are going to be like, who's that? But the other side of this is it also, Days of Future Past helped wrap up the entire Wolverine story. Yes. When you, when not, you get to the very end of it. the Days of Future Past. Right. When you get to the very end of it, it wraps up Logan's story that starts in X-Men 1 with him and Xavier of, you know, there's things I can't tell you about your past. Right. Nerds, that wraps nerds, it all God up. Bless us. We're like Elmira from Tiny Toons. We will... We will uh, we will crush what we love to death to protect it. I love tiny things. And it's it's one of it's it's the it's the gift and the curse of being a nerd. And it's also why nerds are really hyper protective. There's mm-hmm. there's a reason why as a subculture everyone's like, oh, you know, you know, like yeah, you know, the the bullied nerd who is now like, why are all these why are all these normies here at my comic convention? It's what it, it's for every for years. Why can't mainstream audience accept us? Now it's. Why does mainstream audience accept us? Well, we don't well, want them in here. Well, and, but it's also because it's a superficial acceptance. It's hip to be square right now. Yeah. But the day the next big thing hits, it will be back. Well, it's also that it's it's adapted. It them. is. It, it, it's also thing. an adaptation too. You're sitting. Jurassic Park the movie is almost nothing like the book in terms of story structure and characterization. But you still love a movie that is well directed and well acted and had the best people put behind it to make a movie. So will that save Pokemon for you? And he, that, that, that brings me back to remember a couple podcasts ago. If you've been listening, I talked about ghost. If I've been listening, the movie. <laughs> well, no, for the audience. Oh, okay. For the audience. I don't listen. <laughs> this is uh, Sebastian. But I, but I talked about like, this is the audience. Yes, this is the audience. It's all, it's all of us uh, here. And That's the, not and true. The, and the Canadians. Oh, and the Filipinos. Sorry, There's uh, Filipinos. No, the Filipinos. In the Philippines, we are huge right now. I keep trying to tell you, your cousin is not Filipino. No matter how much you want to make him Filipino. But it's the same thing I said about Ghost. My, the biggest disappointment for me watching the trailer for Ghostbusters is that as low as my expectations were, especially you know, uh, production knowledge aside, just from all the Sony uh-huh. leaks, for me, what I was disappointed by is that like, like I was like, okay, they didn't stay true to the franchise. Well, not not so much staying true to that, but like, here's the thing: it's like, I like I like a good movie, and I don't care what the genre is. If you can make a good movie, that's all I care about. In the end, well, that was what Chris. And when I watched the Ghostbusters trailer, I was more disappointed by the fact that the trailer just was bad. Yeah, and it wasn't bad because of my own biases. It was bad because it was just awful. Well, there there was somebody that put and, up a mean this and week, and that's my big thing. If Ghostbusters the movie the remake ends up being a good movie. I am more than willing to, to eat, eat your shoes, to eat my hat, and go like that was a good movie, and I'm happy to admit when I'm wrong. Oh, I, 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 I want I want Ghostbusters to be such a good movie because I want to have that. But here's the thing: is if it's good, not then I'll happen. say. But well, then, no, then I'll say right. it's good. the problem with this is he's going to go see it to find out if it is. <laughs> that is true. And and here's the thing: if Pokemon the movie ends up being a really solid kids movie, because that's who you're shooting for exactly. in the end. If it ends up being a really solid kids movie, then I go hey. They didn't do half of a bad job. The only reason to make a Pokemon movie is to, to sell cards. The, the, pre- the, the cards don't need any help being sold. But the the the, yeah, the premise is simple. We're, this is not this is not rocket surgery here. Making a Pokemon movie is not something very difficult. It's only going to be rocket more, surgery. It's gonna, rocket surgery. It's, <laughs> making the movie is only going to be as complicated. Because you know the surgery on the rockets is really it's very difficult. Oh, that takes me back to when Rich said. <laughs> I did say it, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, but I think Sebastian meant to say it. Yes, I meant to joke. say it. Making making Pokemon the movie a good kids movie is only as difficult as your faith in the property itself. Look, he, and, and that that is me quoting my friend Jonathan, who I had this discussion with, because that was the way he put it, is that, like, 
when you cast a big name actors for a movie like this, when you make the changes you make, it's because of your faith in the property being marketable. Mm-hmm. So I am paraphrasing him and I, I want to thank him for that, that great con- condensation of why these movies either work or don't. Mm-hmm. And Pokemon, the movie is There's going no to no way she's eating that sandwich. That movie will fail on its own merits because of them trying to take a simple story and complicate it to hell. Look, there was a meme put up this week that had like Superman. It was it was DC, Marvel, and then it had like it had a picture of Star Lord flipping everybody off. It's like everybody's opinion. Like DC fans think that that the the DC films are so great yeah, they're, they're, and they're, they're not. So, yeah, that the DC movies and are, the Marvel are this. suddenly like highbrow. Yeah. I'm eating a steak and souffle versus the Marvel movies. And that takes a, that is an ironic lack of awareness that is, that is amazing to me. And I want it to continue. And then there's the people that are like, fuck you, but fuck it. I like all of it. Right. Yeah. But, and then Chris made a great point with it. And then, you know, I thought the same thing as soon as I saw it. And I'm sure almost everybody else thought the same thing. Who gives a fuck whether it's a wanted, DC yeah, or a, a Marvel movie. movie? Just give me a good movie. Right. I do like the fact that he said Chris said that, and of course everyone else would think the same exact thing. <laughs> like, I'm not, it's not taking special, away from you. I was thinking there should be a fourth picture <coughs> of the audience member saying, "Me, just make a good movie." Yeah, I, I, I'm not trying to I, take it away. I don't from dislike you. Green Lantern because I don't like DC. I haven't I, gone to see Batman versus Superman because. You didn't you like Jonah. You didn't dislike Jonah Hex because you don't like Jonah Hex. No, that's just, the movie looks stupid. Right, and that, that's that's. And then the, somebody saw it. Yeah, that's. Uh, Shut up. See that that's that's exactly how I feel. It's like I, I don't have. A, hey, they did a good job. I don't with, have a uh, horse to back in the the Marvel Legends DC War. I just want a like for, for the love of God, I just want a good Superman movie that's charming and he's helping people and he's got you know a little bit of that. You know, I don't like, want my Superman killing people be, as as the first re- resort. Sure, and I it, don't want Batman you know killing I wa- people. I, I want him to wear bright colors and I want him to. I just want yeah. You know, I want a two second scene where he's saving a cat out of a tree for a little kid. Because what happened to Truth, Justice, in the American, American way? way? Right, and that's that's the thing. Is like it's like. That because and again because nerds They'll adapt grounded because nerds love so much <laughs> they're willing to crush everything they love and they formed factions they they fight about PlayStation versus Xbox, Mike, the Xbox and then you have the PC master race who are console PC versus Marvel console peasants with your thirty frames and your seven twenty p upscaled to ten eighty you know you've got you, again you've got like uh, you know I've heard that there's someone on this show. That seemed to be talking about that. I don't remember who it I was. Think, I think we got someone. <laughs> yeah, there was someone about the superiority of PC right? gaming. Uh, I tell you what. But it's the. But it's also again. No, like it's oh, Mikey. But, but Superman. But this Batman. Mikey's totally the yeah. game. The gamer one. But this Batman. He's the. He's the best Batman because he's you know he's 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 no hold barred and he's shooting people with machine guns and then you go but look at your go go enjoy your jokey Ant Man Marvel peasants with so with your speaking of, of Marvel I'm going to move things on before sure. you get onto your rant here speaking of Marvel. You didn't want to let him finish his, his thought process? No, nope, I'm letting it go because he's going to go on for another 20 minutes. What an ass. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm cutting him off. Speaking no, no, he of... was calling Sebastian an ass. <laughs> no, I was calling Rich an ass. Oh, okay. Speaking of Marvel, this week we had the Captain America premiere in Hollywood. We had the... Uh, that seemed really early. I'd seem... well, the only reason Two I can think of... weeks before the movie. The only thing, reason I can think of is they were doing a, a uh, New York premiere this week. And the movie opens the last week of April in Europe. Hmm. Weird. I can see that. They're trying to just parse out their yes. uh, their premiere dates. I can see that. So, 
I think and Star Wars also premiered like two weeks before it came out too. No, it didn't. It was it was uh-huh. it was less than a week. It was like three or four days before. It was it was closer than most movies do. Um, but the Captain America is getting uh, Captain America Civil War is getting great reviews already. I haven't really looked at them. I'm trying to avoid things, even now because my you know Disney Channel's on here all the time, and now they're doing all their first looks and all their TV spots and everything like that. So I'm trying to avoid anything further. I know Chris, you're avoiding the the Doctor Strange trailer which dropped this week. Which you know what's you know what's little, fascinating about all this? <laughs> kids don't care about spoilers. Yeah, yeah. That, a, a little. Uh, the, no, it's not even just kids. Word. It's, it's just... not even just kids. I've found with like with the Star Wars movies and things like that, because being a part of the Five of First groups, the 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 R two builders, things like that, they want all of the spoilers. Right. They want to know everything right now. They don't want to wait till the movie theater because they're excited and that's fine. And kids, well, not kids, only that, but they want to be able to see like the costumes so that they right can they make their they can make their replicas. Doctor Strange. That was the best thing about the Doctor Strange trailer. They didn't that show the tra- they didn't show the costume. Yeah. Well, I remember like just uh, on my Facebook feed, I'm I'm following the RPF. Well, they released the photo and the poster. The photo and the poster, poster. but, but in the trailer so itself, they, they just, you get the silhouette the at story. the end. Yeah, and it's, they're, they're giving you the story, which they, is really good and close to the, it's got that Inception look, that very psychedelic. Yes. Which I, I, that, I, that was what everybody that, uh, every mainstream person I talked to that saw it said, what is this, Inception? Right. And I'm like, but you've got to understand it within the realm of the story, and it'll make sense. Right, and it, it, the movie looks incredibly solid. It does. Especially because Doctor Strange is one of those characters I love that I was the last character I ever expected to get a movie. Do you think this is a harder sell than Guardians? Not anymore. Because, really? Because of Guardians, it's not anymore. No, okay. Well, but, that's what we said before Guardians. I said Guardians is the most important Marvel film. Because right. Because you have the first major film that doesn't star a character that's had, like, a cartoon before. Right. You know, that sort of thing. And so if Guardians does well, then... That second and third and fourth and fifth phase can be it's anybody. Easier. Oh, it's Who easier. Cares? But Guardians, if Guardians is easier. Had failed, so. then we would have gotten Thor three, Thor four, Thor five, Thor six, Captain five, Captain yeah. six. Yes. You know that sort of thing. So but that's why Guardians. But Guardians is, is easier sell than Doctor Strange and some of those others because we are used to having those outrageous sci-fi films. Sure, but in the context of Marvel stuff, yeah, there's a lot of super. I think, but, but I also, but too, I, but so. it's also something where I say the same thing about Ant Man, which is Ant Man. Uh, an Ant-Man movie before Guardians was would be a harder sell than an Ant-Man movie after Guardians. Correct. I agree. Guardians paved the way. When you have a talking raccoon and a talking tree, yes, it's like, you, okay, you've paved bets, the way for anything. Yeah, Squirrel Girl's now available. The reason, the reason that the SNL parody of the trailer is funny, because it's true at the end when they say, fuck you, we're Marvel, you know you're going to go see it. Right. You know, at this point, you've established yourself, this is why Marvel's so smart. And that's they why... They establish it... themselves with established characters using quality people at every mm-hmm. turn, from producers and directors and writers and cinematographers... The actors. And actors. All the way to actors and everyone else who's involved in front of the screen, that they mm-hmm. built themselves a brand. When it tells you, we're making a superhero Marvel movie and it's from Marvel Studios, we talk about studios, that means something. If yep. you're saying, we're making a superhero film, who cares who the character is? Whether it's Ant Man, whether it's Guardians, whether it's Doctor Strange, whether it's Inhumans, which is not going to happen, it's going we'll get to, to be a decent film. So that's why every movie starts out with Marvel's Captain America: uh, Winter Soldier, Marvel's Captain America: Civil War, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Marvel's right. Doctor Marvel's Strange. Agents of Shield. Please Marvel's ignore a- the first two seasons. Marvel's Agents of Shield. Marvel's Daredevil. It's all all of that stuff. They want to have that Marvel name first. 
And that's why everything Marvel's you ever see Pokemon. with it, they say Marvel first. What if Marvel made the Pokemon? If Disney made... I would Disney be okay made, watching it. You know, it's funny is when you, that you say that is because I actually had a conversation with somebody. They were like, well, why isn't Disney in the bidding for this? I'm like, because if Disney was going to, to do be. this, Disney would, have to, would want to buy the entire property. It wouldn't just be about well, buying the rights to the We talked about this for other things. There's a point where Disney's got to just sit there and go, there's no reason for us to own right. it. Right. I mean, well, did the same you're thing competing, with, with, all you're doing is competing against yourself. Exactly. Well, they set themselves up with like Lone Ranger and John Carter as trying to per- perspective franchises because they didn't have something like Star Wars yet. And they, John Carter was still a good movie. Yeah, but they pushed John Carter as uh, their sci-fi epic, and yeah. then they got Star Wars, and they immediately were like, okay, well, the movie didn't do good. We don't have to worry about mm-hmm. this anymore. Oh, John Carter's going to be one of the anthology films. They're going to put him in Star Wars. <laughs> Oh, that'd be weird. Yoda's planet is uh, Barsoom. <laughs> that'd be really weird. Um, Except he's the he's the little he's the little so one of the Green Martians. Mikey, you you're avoiding all the the Captain America stuff and the Doctor Strange at least till you can see it in the theater. I did, well, I'm avoiding any further uh, Cap stuff, but right. if it comes on TV, I'm, I'll watch. Did it. you see I've the first couple trailers anyway? So. Did you see the Doctor Strange? No. So you are and you I'll, waiting? I'll avoid. I'll try and avoid that. Uh, before Civil War, so because uh, yeah, and if if that crap like that or Rogue One doesn't show in front of Civil War, right? Then I'll probably just end up watching the trailer, just because that's. I mean, the, I could the, try and stop watching any sure. of that crap, but eh. well, here was the great thing about the Doctor Strange trailer that, and, and it was seeing the reaction from mainstream audiences and people that have no idea of that character within the Marvel universe. It was. After seeing that trailer, they were like, I want to see this movie. I want to know. Right. I, I, I don't know anything about this. You know, Captain America, yeah, I've heard of. I've heard of you know, Thor and things like that. But this, I have, they're going into it going, I have no idea who this character is right. or what this character is and about. And on top of the fact, people who do know Doctor Strange also enjoyed it. So that's right. Yes. That's and my, my dad is, is going to be 70, and he's a guy who liked Doctor Strange when he used to be an A-lister mm-hmm. a long time ago. So when I told him, I was like, hey, Doctor Strange trailer came out, and he's like, Doctor Strange is getting a movie? Really? Oh, this is going to be great. Who's playing Doctor Strange? What What are they doing? What's the, the casting what's is the costume brilliant. look like? And it's one of those few times where he's like, oh, he gets really excited because, you know, never in a million years would you have expected uh, Doctor Strange, especially after things like Iron Man and Cap uh-huh. and Batman's had a million movies. But for him, it's like, Doctor Strange, this is going to be fun. Yep. So that's the kind of exciting thing that there's, and it's a, delving into a, into a part of the Marvel universe that they have not gone it's, into. It's yet. been it's been hinted at only in the movies like Thor, where it's like, oh, magic and science, right, are one and the same. They're just different ways to. Well, interact where I come and, from, what you call magic, we call science. Yes, we call science Thor. <laughs> Thor. Um, so also staying on the Marvel front, we also had the announcement of the title for the the. Uh, Spider-Man movie, yeah. which was kind of leaked a couple weeks ago when when Sony it's... bought the rights to the 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 uh, domain name Spider-Man Homecoming. I thought it was Spider-Man Catch 'Em All. <laughs> Spider-Man, um, Gotta Spider-Man Homecoming Spider-Man. was actually a storyline that was done in the eighties, nineties. Homecoming storyline. Yeah, it's the Homecoming storyline. I think it was like in the early two thousands. Yeah, was it? I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was earlier than that. Yeah, it was early two thousand. Uh, perfect title for it. Sure. Because it is coming home to Marvel. It is about it. It's going back to high school. Right. 
I, I think the it, other one was going to be Spider Man. Sony sucks. <laughs> I mean, I, I, although, I'm glad they're not going with you know uh, uh, Ultimate Spider Man, sp- uh, yeah, Spectacular Spider Man, Friendly Neighborhood. That bums me out mostly because like the logical the logical naming convention would be something like Friendly Neighborhood or Spectacular or yes. Ultimate. And it's it's fine. I'm I, glad they're not. That's I, just me though. That's I just think like, it, ooh, is it going to be friendly you neighborhood? Know, you know, one of the first lines either in Civil War or the Spider-Man film is going to call him the Spectacular Spider-Man. Sure. Oh, possibly. Yeah. That's, that was the third title. You had you had Amazing Spider-Man. And yeah, Spider-Man. Man, yeah, and you had Spectacular Spider-Man. Yeah. It won't be J.J. Abrams' newspaper or J.J. Uh, J.J. Jonah Jameson's newspaper. It'll be. <laughs> What's J.J.? That'd be hilarious. J.J. Abrams. Abrams is the head of the newspaper. <laughs> Get me photos of Spider-Man, and they're all covered with glare, lens flare. <laughs> There's lens flares all over the place. Who is that? Um, I love it. Who's taking these photos? You can't see his face. But it was also announced that Michael Keaton is in talks to play a villain in the new movie. Beetlejuice, yes. Which opens up my question. If Michael Keaton is cast as a villain in the new Spider-Man Homecoming movie, what character is he? Uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah, Beetlejuice. He's Uh, he's fighting Beetlejuice. People's Money and... uh, Tim Burton's Vulture. Yeah, People's Money was on the Vulture, but they, they... they may have. I can see him as Craven. Accidentally let. Slip. Really? I can see him as Craven. He's not like built, but. Hmm. I can see him, him as an as older Craven. A Craven. People's money was on Adrian Toomes, but then they started talking about how it's probably not him. So people's money are on the Shocker. Well, especially, especially after Birdman. Yeah. Although, do you do the Shocker because you just did Electra? Electro. They're different characters. Yes. Well, how about, how about Mysterio? To, you, 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 want, want, you want nerds to get really crazy Mysterio about characters? Cool. That not, that's not Electro. I didn't think of it until just now. Mysterio. That'd be cool. Mysterio would be. No, Mysterio Bruce would Campbell, make more sense to me than Bruce Campbell should have been Mysterio. The because see, I time. think that uh, Jeffrey Dean Anderson should be. He could be. Uh, K, I think he should be. Uh, uh, God damn it! I, just, I was going to say MacGyver. Craven. No, he should. He should be Craven. You want you want MacGyver to be crazy? no? I said Jeffrey. Uh, uh, he said Negan. Anderson. Jeffrey D. Morgan. 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 Thank you. I, I did that because I, I did it because I, I did it before like, when we were doing the Walking Dead. <laughs> Third week in a row. It's okay. I, it's I, because of the Walking Dead episode or the the talk or the. I could see him. The being, I could see him being Craven, but I'd want to. I'd, I'd, I'd rather have him as Craven. I think he'd be a better Craven than than uh, than uh, Michael Keaton. I can see Shocker, Mister Negative. See, Shocker to me uh, doesn't... Well, he has to be... Uh, you can make I, th- I think Shocker he'd be a bit... to me doesn't... Say, okay, the thing is... Shocker's not an exciting villain, That's but... the thing. If you're gonna... You're doing this and you're starting over, I thought you needed a bigger villain. How about Octavius? Uh, he could play uh, Octavius, but you've done... Nah, you, but you have... You gotta... Craven to me makes more sense. And again, yeah. Michael Keaton could be in it. He couldn't be... It may not be the main villain. True. Right. I mean, there may be a cast of... Yes, maybe they get MacGyver. Or some other guy. Dean MacGyver. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. It's Jeffrey <gasps> Dean. Maybe they get Jeffrey Dean sausage and they put him. <laughs> Richard Dean. Anderson. Richard Dean Anderson. Um, you know they are uh, doing him in the MacGyver movie. But yeah. if you do something like Craven, you have a villain that has a big, huge history with Spider-Man and yes. a villain that's never been used before. Right. I mean, that's yes. the, your problem now is you've got a bunch of villains that you've already used. You've used Sandman. You've used Venom. You've used. Uh, um, um, Octavius. Octavius, you've used Green Goblin, obviously. You've used all these other characters. You're pretty much left with, in terms of name characters, you've got you make a... the Vulture and you've got Craven, and then you get into a list of people that a lot of bees, uh, lost the, yeah, that the people who watch the Spider-Man cartoons aren't even going to remember. Right. Here, here, the dot. Here, here's make, the, here's the, the dot. Here's the million. How about Hydro? Uh, Hydro Man, Alistair Smythe. Yeah. Smythe might be bad. Here's might the million-dollar question: Who do you cast as Tombstone? The black albino 
See, I, I could boss. see, I could It'll see. Just Albert, of course, Ildris Albert needs to be in every single film. Okay. No, I could see Keaton doing uh, Tombstone. Oh boy, that, that's why I asked this question. I'm very intrigued by. I could see him doing by the, Tombstone by the by the thought experiment to, get, to go to go against the grain with that one. Do you ca- do you cast a white guy as a black albino? I think, I now, guess, now we're bringing it full circle. That's, that, that, <laughs> that, this is my bringing it full circle. Is exactly why I asked. Like, what what's the what's the protocol on this? Um, Make him a CG character. I guess I could see him as Craven. I, I, I don't want to see. I I, I don't think voice, he'd be but, as good as yeah. Craven. As I think he'd be. I think he'd be perfect as Mysterio. But it'd be. It's going to be interesting to see what they see, do. I, my hope was always that uh, that that Bruce Campbell would have been Mysterio. For Those the movies Sam are Raimi. done. Yeah, they are done. Yeah. But yeah. That, Even Sam that was, Raimi but, said they were done because he made number three. Because he made number three, yeah. But it's also like, I, but I could see someone like Bruce Campbell play a character like Mysterio. Sure. I, Michael Keaton, I know he can do the humor. He can do a lot of serious stuff too. But I, I think Craven is a good logical. Craven is the most logical choice as the villain for this movie. I don't think that Keaton is is the best choice for Craven. But I, you know. Anybody can play any car- any part. I mean, he played a great Birdman. So it'd be interesting to see what he can do. I mean, he, he is versatile enough to where he could oh, he play is. this. He is definitely versatile. But I think that it's, it's more of the, the physique. You know, what he car- what he brings as, as, as you know, as, as part his of his appearance. His appearance, and, yeah. And his acting ability. I could, I could definitely see an older Craven for sure. Yeah. But going an older Craven going after a younger Spider Man doesn't. Yeah, but it's it's the last great hunt is how you f- can frame something. Yeah, like Craven that. wasn't that. Young. If you if you do it as the last great hunt, then that might work. But then now that he's part of the Marvel universe, why is Spider Man last? Wouldn't the Hulk be the last great hunt? Sure. Well, no, you bring in the totem pieces and all the stuff that's yeah. in that story. Oh, you could. Yeah, you could I mean, you have Craven going after Spider Man in a universe in which Hulk exists anyway in the right. comics. So that's what that's what always so, amused me about the character. But then now, I thought now, at first he'd if be you, Vulture. If you have if you have Craven survive that film, now you have a Hulk sequel, right? There that's you go. true. Um, I was wrong. So Hulk is with great all of Hulk. The, with all of this talk, Hulk smash, Hulk smash. It also yes. came out that Kevin Feige said that. Inhumans may be pushed back again, which oh no, not maybe. on oh, this he, podcast he said, it's pushed back. he said it's pushed back because he of, just doesn't know the date because of, because of the Spider Man because right. of Spider Man on this podcast when it was first announced when they did that whole big thing down at Pantages Theater or excuse me Al Capitan Theater where they announced all of the 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 titles there was a, a person on this podcast that said you can say his name his name is Chris. Oh, I was going to let him go ahead because I know he's going to cut me off in any second now. There was a person that said that that movie will never come out. Spoiler alert. I said I would not be surprised if that movie didn't come out. There you I go. I thought if there was a candidate for something to get canceled. And yeah. I didn't say it when the Pantages or the El Capitan thing. When they got, when they got, I may have said it somewhere in there, but really when, when you, they I think got when they Spider-Man, first announced it, you said, I don't think When they got happen. Spider-Man, I said, I can totally see Inhumans being canceled. Because it wasn't just Spider Man; it was also Ant Man, uh, Ant Man well, and also, Wasp. Yeah, the fact that yes, yeah, the, they also put in Ant Man and Wasp. The reason, my reasoning reason behind that was, back. I said they didn't give themselves room for a Guardians three, mm-hmm. an Ant Man two, a Doctor Strange two. There's a bunch of other films that I think they would have gotten to first. This is what we've seen with Netflix, where Daredevil comes out and like we're going to do Daredevil, and then Jessica, and then Luke, and then Iron Fist. Oh wow, Daredevil was really successful. So we're going to do Daredevil, 
and Jessica Jones and Daredevil 2 and Iron Fist and, or, and, and then we're going to do Jessica Jones 2 so you'll have you've got to give yourself an open room that's why I thought that kind of nailing dates to these things all the way out until it's putting the heart, the time, it's putting the five years the away why would you put yourself in that situation because now you're going to have people jump on and go whoa obviously stuff's in trouble because they're canceling films they're canceling films because they're adding other films right. they're sitting there with a property that you think is much safer it's, which it's, uh, it's not only Spider-Man but in, in Ant-Man versus, uh, Ant-Man versus Ant-Man Wasp. Wasp there we go which, what's his name uh, Daniel Cox no uh, who, who's, who's Daredevil um Who's Charlie, 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 Cox. Charlie Cox. Charlie Cox. Matt Murdock. Hello. Charlie Cox Have you said the show? that After Defenders. Charlie Cox is the superhero Daredevil. Charlie Cox, Cox is Daredevil. Charlie Cox said that uh, Defenders will start filming this year. Yes, because they already have the. They already had their. Luke Cage Luke is done. Cage is done. Um, uh, uh, Iron gonna, Fist is, is, is Iron getting Fist. ready to start production. They have a, they have all the pieces ready for it. Uh huh. Yeah. No. Putting putting those dates. Is you know is, See, is the that, ultimate putting the cart before the horse because DC did it too. And again, let's let's clarify. Kevin Feige did not say that Inhumans is canceled. What he said is we're shuffling off the release date. Right. But as of right now, we don't know where it's going. Right. And it so will be separate have, from Agents of Shield. Yeah, we don't have something. Uh, did, you don't think he said that? I thought Clark Gregg said that. Clark Gregg. Clark Gregg. Clark Gregg. Clark said that Clark he Greg. felt that whatever the Inhumans movie was. That it would not be attached to what the Inhuman story is in Agents of Shield. We've all kind of said that anyway because it was going to be the royal family, right? If you're going to do the royal family, it doesn't have to tie into what we've already seen. Correct. If you do an Inhumans film in which the royal family shows up from the moon, they've been living in hiding as they're waiting for the Inhumans to get to a certain point mm-hmm. where, like, okay, now we're going to come down and take care of something. Then that's something. In there. Who knows? I, you could you could do a quick tie-in, which you don't need to. But again, yeah. if if something you know some. The hell breaks loose. Like I said, I never thought that Sony would give up Spider-Man. They did. Who knows if Fox loses their mind and says, ah, you know what, I'll give you X-Men. You're not going to do an Inhumans film. You're just going to do X-Men. try to figure out the X-Men film. And you're going to look back at all the other stuff from Marvel and go, why don't they talk about mutants here? I, I still think that the, it, it's a strong possibility, especially when you want to. I don't think it's strong, but I did say it's uh, a Especially when Fox is saying they want to do X-Men television shows and Marvel's saying, look, if you want to do it, we need to work out a deal. So, on that note, anything else you guys got? Didn't we tease something else? Did we? Uh, there was X-Men, or uh, Marvel, and uh, X, or Men in Black. Marvel's doing Men in Black? Marvel's doing Men in Black. It is a Men in, it, it, Men in Black. It is Marvel property. It is, isn't it? Yes. It's just not owned by Disney. No. Um, That's weird. Yeah, it is weird, isn't it? <laughs> so, yeah. That's uh, that's a lad. That's a lad. Yeah, it, uh, it was Malibu Comics when they first published yeah. it. Then Marvel uh-huh. bought Malibu. And that first comic is exactly like the movie. Oh, wait. It's, it's nothing <laughs> like the film. No, that, that first, because the issues were one-offs, but like that first, uh, that first three issues is basically carved into the entirety of the first movie. Because like story arc one is almost that first quarter from like first issue is almost that first quarter a lot of the meeting except for the alien drug uh, that the cartels were selling. Yeah, I see. It's a, it's a lot darker. It is the movie's way darker. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, then I think Wait, issue the three. Th- did you read the first issue? I did. Yeah. The first issue of Men in Black is like an R-rated comic. It is. It is. No, but the, the first ish story of the comic is uh, they recruit Jay, but it's the cartel selling that alien drug. Right. 
But then you, you thought sh- the movie was darker than that? No, no, no. The comics are darker. Oh, okay. No, you said the movie is oh, way darker. Uh, no, no. Uh, yes, my bad. Yes, you and I agree. The comic was way, 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 darker, way darker than the film. Oh my no, those characters are not very likable characters. No. But then you go to issue three of the first Men in Black uh, story of three. That's that's the entire Edgar storyline, almost yes, yes. page for page in the movie, even down to the subtle jokes about uh, his wife and them neuralizing her. So when you look at those books, oh, yeah. they're actually really close. And when the movie well, opens up, it says something. Marvel Presents. Yeah. You get something to fix myself, because, um, damn. Except, that's just, except that they actually people. kill people. So another announcement well, yeah. that's not Marvel-related, but it is kind of in that same there vein. It is a Marvel character. Marvel. Daredevil 2 will star Ryan Reynolds, because it's official now. Daredevil 2 is going to I, I said, said Deadpool. Said I said Daredevil. Deadpool 2. Wow. Considering they announced it, <laughs> considering they announced it in film, I'm pretty sure that was a given. Yeah, I know, but it just they, there was the. You know, it's officially official. Now. It's officially official. The it's Deadpool two will the star of officialness. Ryan Reynolds, and it will come out. And in it will next... have cable. Yeah, which they'll have cable said. in it. So on so that note, wait, wait, are they going to have cable or are they going to have Directv? Because I don't want them to be separate. Uh well, it depends. It'll be exclusive on Time Warner. They're actually going for AT&T. So no one will see it. <laughs> it's a no one will see it. It depends on what you got. Like if you got a satellite dish, but you live in a part of town with a lot of rain or clouds, then you don't want cable. So, they're, anyways, they're on that note, I think it's time to wrap this up. So make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdable Show, and we'll be talking to you next week when it's our anniversary show. Three years. It'll be actually the 27th of April, but we're going to be doing it what's, on April 24th. What's, what's next? What what's, am I doing with what's my What's next week's show? What's, what's the number? 132? 132. That's closer than I thought. Yeah. Because we should, so if it's three it's years. 20, 20 episodes off. We should off. be at one. Yeah, just about. That's not bad. That's not bad. You knew there was oh, no. all those. 20 We've actually. The 20-ish, 20-ish. There's, it's two. That's pretty good considering all those weeks that Rich would text us. We're never going to do this again. <laughs> I hate this. Do you guys care? Well, you have fucking jobs and stupid shit like that. We're we've been, we've been really this. good about doing one almost yeah, every we week. Yeah, to get rid of Travis. Oh, um, <laughs> wow. Oh, wait, we'd have to get rid of him. He just left. He was your intern. He'll be back. He's not going to be back. He'll be back. He will be. Watch him show up next week. He's not going to show up there. <laughs> He's not even going to be here. All right, so anyways, we'll talk to you next week. You didn't tell him about the Facebook and the... Internet. I did. They have 130 episodes to catch up on the Facebook and Twitter shit. And the Facebook and the Twitter and. Well, it's gonna have to be-